0: Welcome to Share Foundation Lutheran Church's podcast channel. The following sermon was set to be preached on November 5th, 2023, but due to illness, it was not able to be delivered in that way. So it is now coming to you in this format, in this podcast. It is based on Revelation chapter 7, verses 9 to 17. live in the present, soak up every moment. You hear this encouragement often, and maybe you've even given that encouragement often. And many times that encouragement is a good encouragement. You you often hear it when somebody is encouraging someone else to get off of their phone, to stop being distracted, and to be present. To focus on what they're doing in that moment with the people that they are with. To be present, right? Yet, If you really think about it, that encouragement has another side to it too, which can sometimes create a burden. Because as much as you want to live in the present, to be present, the present is always running away from you. Let me give you a few examples. Adults, many times, well-meaning adults, will encourage high school or college students to really enjoy those years. Because there's such a unique time that goes so fast. Students, you may feel the burden of this as each year goes by and you get closer and closer to graduation. Those years aren't always the easiest, but during those times you may, you may feel the burden of thinking, are you really having all the experiences you want to have? Are you really soaking up each moment? Young parents, you may feel the same way as you try to survive each day you carry the added burden of knowing that your children will not always be that small you know that these are precious years and you're trying to take it all in but the kids seem to be growing up so fast retirees feel this you are encouraged to enjoy to travel to take up hobbies to volunteer to enjoy grandchildren to relax To do as much as you can while your health permits. You may wonder, am I really doing all I wanted to do? Am I making the most of this time? Just in general, you may feel this burden with your loved ones. You never know how long God's going to give you with each of the people that you love. You want to soak up every moment. but, But how will any amount of time you spend with them ever be enough? That word enough... It's elusive. The burden that comes with the encouragement to live in the present, to be present, is that the present is fleeting. As soon as you finish the sentence, that sentence is no longer in the present, but in the past. So, while we'll say the encouragement to live in the present is a good one when it comes to removing distractions, we also need to acknowledge that this sentiment of living in the present does create a burden. You're always trying to hold on to moments that quickly become memories. As much as you want to, you can't stop time. And you can't only live in the present. You can't discard the past as if it doesn't exist, and you can't ignore the future as if it won't happen. Your grip of your past and your future play a big part in how you live in the present. Here's the key thought for today. You cannot flourish in the present without having a firm grip on your past and without having a clear picture of your future. Our text for today comes from the last book of the Bible, from Revelation. Revelation was written by the Apostle John when he was an old man. John had had been exiled on the island of Patmos, and on that island God allowed John to see visions, and he wrote down what he saw. In our section for today, John sees a great multitude, more than anyone could count. This crowd of people are all dressed in white robes and they're standing before a throne. God is on the throne and the Lamb is there too. Of course, the Lamb is Jesus. And this great multitude is waving palm branches, praising their King and saying, Salvation belongs to our God who sits on the throne and to the Lamb. Salvation comes from our God, not any other supposed God, but the one true triune God, who sent his Son to be the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. This multitude praises God for this salvation. Then there are angels, elders, and four living creatures standing around the throne. They bow down with their face to the ground in worship, and they praise God. Amen. Praise and glory and wisdom and thanks and honor and power and strength be to our God forever and ever. Amen. What a phenomenal scene that John is able to witness. And although John may himself have many questions, he gets a question from one of the elders. The elder says, These in white robes, who are they and where did they come from? John doesn't answer the question but insists that the elder knows. And the elder says, These are they who are coming out of the great tribulation. They have washed their robes and made them white in the blood of the Lamb. The great tribulation is nothing more than our earthly lives. Those who live in the sin-corrupted world filled with sorrow, suffering, and evil, but who believe in Jesus as their Savior, will one day be taken out of this world, this great tribulation, to join the multitude saying, Salvation belongs to our God. The section includes not just the future, but also the past. The Lamb of God, who came to take away the sin of the world, already came. He already lived a perfect life on our behalf, standing firm in the face of temptations. He already suffered and bled on the cross for our sins. He already was buried, and He already rose from the dead. These past events happened. No one can go back and change that history which means no one can take away its impact from you. The Lamb of God did this for you, so that your robes, which were previously covered with the blemishes of sin, have been washed in the blood of the Lamb. The Apostle John said in one of his letters, The blood of Jesus, his Son, purifies us from all sin. The Lord Jesus has brought this to you in the waters of baptism, where you were connected to his death, The burial and resurrection of him. You have been crucified with him, buried with him, and raised with him in your baptism. No one can unbaptize you. Your baptism is a part of history. It's a past event that can't be changed. With a firm grip on this past, you know that you also have a future. Because the great multitude standing before the throne were believers, plain and simple. They weren't there because of their sterling behavior or earthly accomplishments. They were there because they believed in Jesus. And that too is where you will be. Believers can flourish in the present because they have a firm grip on their past and a clear picture of their future. Here's what flourishing means. It means you're able to live life free from guilt because you've been forgiven by Jesus and given the pledge of a clean conscience towards God. It means that you have at least one thing in your life that will never change. Everything in life may shift and change, but your God never will. His promises never will, and his word never will. You can always rely on him. It means that no matter what suffering you endure, what hard times that you go through, and what disappointments you face, even if they last your whole life, there will be relief. You have the sure hope of heaven where there will be no more crying and no more pain. It means that when a believing loved one dies, even though you will sorely miss them, you will see them again. That funeral is not goodbye forever, just goodbye for now. Because your believing loved one will join the multitude that one day you too will join. It means that you do make the most of the moments that you have here. That you live in the present but it also means that you don't have to cling so tightly to the present as if you were scared of the future. You can embrace each new season of life, number one, knowing God is with you, number two, knowing grace is yours, and number three, thanking Him for the time that He gives you on earth. Certainly the list can go on, and I'd challenge you to think of a few more yourself. But here's my final encouragement. Live in the present Soak up each moment, carpe diem, however you want to say it. And do it with the freedom that Christ has won you in the past and with the sure hope of what he has secured for you in the future. Amen. Hi there, Pastor Wilkie here. Thanks for taking time this week to, to be in the Word and to grow in your faith. We know that where the Word is preached, the Holy Spirit is working to strengthen and to create faith in the hearts of people. Because we know that's the case. Uh, And if you enjoy these sermon podcasts, we'd we'd really love it if you'd share these with your friends. Uh, This is an easy way to evangelize and to get the word into people's ears. And, And as a way of also doing that, could you hit like or subscribe wherever you are listening to this podcast? This is just a way that we are able to be seen by more people so that more people may hear this gospel message. We hope you'll join us next week as we dive into God's word yet again. God bless.